Hello all, this is JC3 from Is This Real? Do you want to start your own podcast? Then look no further than Buzzsprout.com. We here at Green Hour Media use Buzzsprout, and we love the team at Buzzsprout. They are all about helping you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Follow the link in our show notes to let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 paid Amazon gift card if you sign up with a paid plan and help support our show. Join us and over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout.com to get your message out to the world. Welcome, 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 everybody, to a special episode of Is This Real? I'm your host, Joe. Uh, we have Dad over there, as usual. What's Hello, up? Dad. I'm okay. Uh, How are you? And today, another week, another guest. A guest that we have today is my best friend, my heterosexual life mate and, and of all time, Eric. What's up, Eric? How gayer could he have made that? What a fucking fruitcake. Right? Like, I, like I, I saw rainbows. <laughs> I saw rainbows and it's nighttime, bro. Like, what? what's going on? I just killed the gay community, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, I okay. like rainbows, though. Okay. And you guys just... Uh, Jay and Silent Bob reference, but okay, whatever. Um, today's episode, or this week's episode, in my opinion, we're going to be talking about the scariest movie of all time. A lot of people. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a minute. Wait a minute. In your opinion, we're going to be talking about, it, or we're going to be talking about, in your opinion, the scariest movie of all time. Yeah, in my opinion, it's the scary movie, scariest movie. Okay, of all well, time. that's not what you said, but okay. Okay, Dad. We're, well, we're going to start it off again this week. We have to be professional here. Remember right. that. Um, <laughs> okay, so in my opinion, The Exorcist is the scariest movie of all time. Your English teacher would be proud. <laughs> Eric, what's your opinion? Um, I watched the movie once, just once though, to see if it's like as scary as people made it seem to be, and I didn't find it scary. Now, again, what I, we were just talking about a while back that while I was watching The Exorcist, I actually saw a ghost in my house, like so that that's what made it more scary for me. And I've See, heard, this is, yeah, this is the first time I've heard that story. You've told me other stories about ghosts in your house, so it's not like you're because I, I know a lot of people would be like, well, you know, of course you're gonna see a ghost while watching Exorcist. But I've heard you talk about other stories about ghosts in your house, legitimately. Yeah, and that one, that was the first time. Like I've always heard it. Like I've been living in my house since I was five, and the first times I've noticed that there were stuff or stuff was weird about that house was like. It's a very vivid memory when I was playing hide and seek and the rule was we were supposed to hide in the house and I and my sneaky ass decided to hide in the little hallway by my stairs and I heard footsteps coming up the steps and I didn't see anybody at all at all. So that was like the first time that I like noticed something there was something off about that house. Have you guys ever inquired as to what's going on there? Have you ever did it kind of No because I don't really I don't like messing with the supernatural. I don't, don't like fuck with that. I don't like see I don't like fucking with what I can't see and fight with my own with my own hands in this dimension or plane. Yeah, you can't tell a ghost to square up, bro. I can't. I mean I could, but it's just gonna <laughs> rock me or just send me flying across the room or something. And that I don't wanna agitate it either. Like I've been living in this house forever. I don't at at this point I'm just trying to make I just want it to be You just want the ghost to pay the rent, bro. That would make that'd make that'd make a killer. <laughs> Uh, Dad, your opinion? What's your opinion on The Exorcist? 
you, well, were, you were alive when it came out, so. The, yeah, the, you, well, you were alive. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, that's what happens when you fuck with kids. All right. <laughs> the Exorcist, in my opinion, is one of the. Uh, I'm going to say weirdest and most frightening movies I've ever seen. And there's reasons for that. If you want me to go into them, I will. Uh, I, I think personally... Now, as you know, The Exorcist is based upon a real story, but it was a, a boy instead of a girl. Yeah. Okay, and... It, that I didn't know. You, I just learned I learned that one today. Yeah, that, that's a little... It, the stories are different, but I guess when he wrote the book, he had a... He changed everything over to a girl. Well, I mean, and, what's more creepy to you? A little girl laughing or a little boy laughing? I mean, they're just... They're still children, though, so that's like kind of creepy on its own because kids are just like kids are kids are just kids man yeah uh, no, little girls can be more creepy than little boys I, any 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 little kid that you hear in a ghost hunt in like in a, a voice recording or something like that that would scare the shit out of me she scared the shit out of me in a movie because it's what they did with her it's what they they there was like no holes barred there was everything that they could have done to freak you out they did oh yeah and that's the original now you flash forward 30 years later when they released the uncut one yeah, and the, the director's, director's cut, cut yeah. and they added the spider walk into it when I first saw the spider work I literally just about shit my pants speaking of did you see the director's cut Eric? Uh, I did not but I feel like I might know what you're talking about is that like the scene where like she does like she's like like crab walking or something yeah, like that like right by like right by like right stairs. Up, up, so coming down. coming down the stairs uh, yeah. I thought it was just like she was coming yeah 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 yeah, yeah so I've seen, to, they, they filmed it backwards that's why um, but yeah she was coming down the stairs and she had a apparently the, they had a uh, a wooden backboard under her to make her walk like that mm-hmm. huh. and that always was the creepiest part of the movie for me besides the little faces they put in here and there yeah, in the know, darkness because the crab walk came out of nowhere Mm-hmm. No one heard about it. No one knew about it. But they had a they had a way to add it until. But they they had a way to add it till after the um they um they invented CGI mm. because they had to cut out the strings and the wires and everything else. So uh, you know that um, that was um, that part scared the shit out of me. You know, the first time I saw it, I saw it with my grandfather and. You know, he made so much jokes and it was fun. And we yeah, yeah, yeah. read to the video cassette and it was just him and I. And I couldn't get into the horror aspect of it. But, you know, years later, I, you know, I do my research as far as reading about this stuff. And yeah, then you see you, it again. As you get uh, as an adult and you kind of realize, oh, uh, you know, it's not really. It, it's it's real. Right. You know, the, the real aspect of it. I think, though, I think when I've seen a scary movie or scary movie 2, one of those, I think that's like what kind of like ruined me being afraid of the exorcist because like every time i just <laughs> oh, like yeah. every time every time i just like see the exorcist all i just see is just like ah, fuck me, fuck me. yeah I, that 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 movie did ruin it but at the same time like <laughs> how about the bird scene <laughs> oh my tooth <laughs> yeah but like i i think the creepier part about the exorcist and a lot of the you don't know my mama's son. <laughs> a lot of the more haunted movies, uh, more like scarier movies, is the stuff that happened off camera, on set stuff that yeah. nobody can explain. Yeah, because um, we mentioned that that The Exorcist wasn't 
the uh, Poltergeist was another one that also had like creepy stuff happen to it yeah. on, on the set. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I have this website right now. So it's the seven creepy things that happened on the set of uh, The Exorcist. Apparently, the first one is there was an unexplained fire. This, the the first set of this film caught fire and everything on the set except for Regan's room, which is the girl who was possessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, uh, we're still intact. Uh, due to this unexplained fire, the shooting was delayed about six weeks. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, and then the second one um, was Ellen Birdstein's permanent spine injury. The, the, the chick who played the mother. Okay. During yeah. the, you, do you remember in the one scene where she gets thrown uh, against the wall, the mom? Yeah, they, they have the, the dressers coming at her. Yeah. Yeah. In, in Reagan's bedroom when she's, you know, yelling, fuck me, fuck me, and sticks the, cru- the crucifix up her twat. <laughs> yeah. There goes the G rating. <laughs> yeah. So Sorry, kids. in that scene, they, uh, they had a, a body rig on the mother. And I guess they pulled her so hard. That she broke her spine, not broke her spine. She she had I forgot what type of spine injury it was, a but permanent spine injury. Yeah, she had a permanent spine injury, and it fucked her up for a while. Like still, it says it says in that scene she got pulled too quickly and landed herself on the coccyx. Coccyx. Oh. Great impact, which caused which is a the tailbone. Ooh, which caused a permanent spinal injury. The screech that you hear in that scene is pure pain and real. Wow. Yeah, she legitimately got fucked up because they pulled her too hard with that uh, 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 body rig. Completely just jacked her shit up. Um, the next thing it says, there was nine deaths associated with this movie. Okay. That's a lot of deaths to be associated with a movie. Uh, who would, now, were they... Well, act- so, act- two actors, Vesaliki, Maliaros, Maliaros, and Jack... Uh, McGowan, McGowan, who McGowan. was scripted to die in the film, also died in real life during post-production. Uh, apart from that, seven other people associated with the cast and members of the crew died to natural or unexplained causes before or during the release of the film. We'll be back after a quick break. I'm Howard Dory. And I'm Jess Dory. And we host Plotting Through the Presidents. We take deeply researched, deeply irreverent dives into the myths, mysteries, and scandals of the men and women who shaped America. Join us as we dive deep into topics like... The undeniable ribs of Aaron Burr. The what now? And the odd feeding habits of everyone's favorite founder... John, John Adams? Adams? Subscribe and follow Plotting Through the Presidents now to plot along with us. Find out more at plodpod.com. So how would that be? Uh, is that supposedly they're trying to say that that had something to do with the movie, the curse yes, or something? They're trying to say it was. Some people uh, die all the time. Well, not of unexplained causes. Oh, I mean, you know? I mean, I guess the only valid way to like really check that out is to, like see like which seven other people died from that, and like see. I don't know. That's that's a lot of homework. You'd have to like see if they were like if there has like health issues, whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, if it's natural. yeah, you have to do the whole COVID like pinpoint thing. Like you have to track where all these de- all these people were and the reasons why. Yeah, but you know, for like nineteen sixty something. <laughs> Uh, so this one says a warning or a sign. So Jason Miller, who played Father Karras, uh, was approached by a priest on the street. The priest gave him a, a medallion and said to him, 
uh, reveal the devil for the trickster that he is. He will seek retribution against you, or he will even try to stop what you're trying to do to unmask him. Okay, I, got, I, I know a little bit about this. In the movie, the guy who plays his best friend... The priest's best friend. Right. Yeah. He's also a priest. That's the priest he's talking about. That landed that priest the role in the movie. Hmm. So the guy that you see playing him is really a priest. And because of his interaction with Stephen Miller, with uh, Jason Miller, they added him into the film. And he's also the guy at the end of the movie, if you remember when, you know, when Miller jumps out of the window and falls down the steps, he's giving Jason Miller the last rites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the priest they're talking about. That's crazy. That's creepy, right? That's crazy. Now, honestly, like, this makes me just want to go back and actually, like, and just see this movie for, like... I'm telling the you... Art, the art aspect of yeah, this. Yeah, like, but, like, if you don't, like, really remember watching the director's cut, there's little things they added to the movie mm -hmm. that make it creepier. Like, I don't know if you remember in the movie, but... Oh, it was it was years, it was years ago right, that I seen but it. But periodically throughout the movie... They place little, like, vignette f devil faces throughout just blink spots in the movie. Mm -hmm. And it makes it so flash. much creepier. It's it like a flash thing. And one of them was where they were in a room and they shut the door. And there was nothing really going on in the room, but when they shut the door, on the back of the door, this face just came up and disappeared. Yeah, it's the creepiest it's fucking little thing. Wild. Things. In fact, the move, if you saw the movie... And in the, in, in the movie, Jason Miller is having a dream about his mother standing in a subway station. Okay. And about the medallion mm. dropping. Yeah. Okay. That, and then in that, they also put that same face in the original movie. Yeah. And that's, if you ever see it, you don't see the director's cut, that's the face we're talking about. They put that in different spots during the... During the that fucking face haunted me for years. Like it's like I'll have dreams about it. It's the creepiest thing. Yeah, and, and you know, again, going back to the spider walk, what would scare the shit out of me? It's how they did it. I'm not talking about the technical aspect. I'm talking about how they did it with the. She's on the phone and she just learns learns about Burke Dennings getting killed, and she hangs up the phone, and she just innocently turns around, and then the, the horror hits her of. Her daughter walking backwards down his steps. Oh yeah, it wasn't like nobody knew that she you was coming. You knew it wasn't coming. You know, you just knew it wasn't going to get there. And then all of a sudden they go. You, it was like, oh wow, you know, he's dead. And now this this kid is walking down the step backwards and spits blood out. That fucked up. <laughs> that whole step. I mean, whoever put that together, they should have got an Oscar. Maybe they did. I don't even remember, but. Uh -huh. That so was pretty wild. Shout out to those people. Yeah, so the, so the next thing that was on the, that happened during the set, apparently Linda Blair had a mental breakdown. That's the child? Yeah, that's the, the chick who played uh, uh, Reagan. Or Regan. Uh, Linda's character Reagan. in the film was absolutely intense, and she had to be in that mind frame to portray the character. Okay. You're dealing with a 13-year-old girl. Mm. Never was in a movie before. You're asking her to... Do some crazy shit on on on, you know, on the set of this thing. Consensual, of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're you're asking her to do some crazy yeah, shit that she's consensual. She, <laughs> only you would bring that. <laughs> Eric's gotta be Eric. That that's gonna be our new podcast show. Eric is Eric. <laughs> Unbelievable. And 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 that's why after a while, you know, plus the makeup that they were putting on his kid every day. Well, she has to look in a mirror and see a fucking demon staring at her. Six hours of makeup a day. 
uh, you know, it had to take its toll. When you're 13 years old, you're not looking, you want to be outside playing with your friends or whatever, you know. And she wasn't making a lot of money back then. You know, what did she make? $200,000 maybe? She probably made more money on the residuals of, of the cassettes. Give me $200,000 right now. Shit. Joe, years. these people don't even take their socks off for $200,000 now. Come on. Okay. Now, Tom Hanks gets $20 million. For breathing. For breathing in a movie. And the guy, to me, I'm sorry, the, the Tom Hanks sucks. Okay. Tom, but we're that's not going to get back to okay. All right, so the next one, uh, it says Rome screaming, uh, screening. So the first time the movie was screened in Rome, it was at a theater located between two churches. <laughs> On the day of the screening, there was a torrential rain and a lightning storm brewing in the background to create the haunting effect. One of the 400-year-old crosses was also struck by lightning, and it fell in the middle of the piazza. Well, isn't that lovely? You know, well, some, you know, some some people might call that coincidence. <laughs> Think how lucky they are! I didn't have to pay for it. God helped them out. Man. He didn't have hey. to pay for them theatrics. He did hey. it by himself. Hey, thanks, thanks. That's what I, I said. That's I what I'm saying. Myself. You would call that coincidence. I call that reason. I, I, I was looking for the word. I was trying to look at. I was trying to improve my vocabulary, and it, and it, and it definitely failed. Oh, God. Uh, so the uh, next incident that happened is uh, while writing the book, the presence of the darkness was so strong that Blatty, while writing the book, experienced strange and supernatural activities, such as thing ran things randomly levitating in the air. Uh, was it late at night or stress? None of us could explain it, but if you see a pattern, it has to be something. I don't know. Writing the, I, a lot of writers go through different shit. Yeah, but when something starts levitating, <laughs> I mean, then ag then again, like the argu the argument could be like, who knows how many days she's been up, like sleep well, they're, they're sleep talking deprived. About the, the 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 writer of the book. That's what is, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, that's a he. He. Well, I'm looking at the photo, and I'm over here looking at a woman. So, <laughs> 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 but um, well, this is bloody. So, okay, so so he could have just been like really really like well, and, stressed and, and, and yeah. just all, on top of it just like sleep deprived because I know that well, I, I can't say I know but I've 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 heard that if you go a constant period of time without sleeping that you start hallucinating and you start seeing things well and, and the subject matter that you're writing about too it could be that could, could have an effect on somebody like if, if you're writing and you're sleep deprived and you're hallucinating shit and you're talking about ghosts and demons you're gonna start seeing that shit I can tell you one thing. One thing I wouldn't be doing. I, if I'm that tired, I'm not sitting alone. And if judging by what the outcome of the movie was, he's got to write that stuff all alone in a room late at night, not sleeping for days. The word no comes to mind. Not gonna happen. It's just, no. No, it's just not gonna happen. You know, you gotta. I understand the subject matter is horrible, but you really gotta wake the fuck up here. You. Yeah. You know, write it in the day or something. Yeah, I mean, you know, just take a break. Take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> take a take nap. Your fucking Edison wakes up and spends an hour a day sleeping. I mean, come on, not no, me. No. Uh, no. So that, those are the seven things that happen on the set that are like kind of unexplained. Um, I have another list right here. It's the actual scariest moments of The Exorcist. Yeah. Uh, number five is The Exorcist Three. There's a, they made more than one. There's like four. Yeah. 
And then they have the. But it's not the same little per. But it's not the same no, little girl. No, no, it's all about like the father and uh, the priests and all that shit that happened before. Uh, like, right. More like prequels. Five, one okay. and two had um, Linda Blair in it. Okay. Now, if you ask anybody, they're going to tell you one and two are so different. There really is no connection between two movies, other than Linda Blair is possessed, and every once in a while they go to show you a picture of her in our room. But it's nothing like the, like the first, first one. one about it. the story's not about her. It's about James Earl Jones, um, and what he Earl was doing Jones. as a priest and or as a as a. I don't know a uh, missionary or something. No, well, he was in Africa and he was doing. Um, he was uh, a tribal leader. Okay. And they, that was a story. Basically, it was based upon him. The movie, to, in my opinion, sucked. I only watched it twice, and I just still don't know what it was about. The one I enjoy, other than the first one, is Exodus Three, and that didn't have Linda Blair in it. It had uh, George C. Scott in it. Um, I can't think of the other actor's name. Um, Jason Miller, the guy who plays Father Karras in the first one, comes back in that one. And I don't want to give anybody a spoiler alert here, but in the first one, the last you see, he's laying on in a pool of blood at the bottom of the steps. Well, apparently he survived that. And he comes back in the third movie, and he's in an insane asylum. But because when he before he jumped out of the window, he was possessed. Remember him yelling, yelling, take me, take me. And then the demon or whatever ripped the, that necklace off his body. And then possessed him, and he jumped out the window. And he jumped out the window. So he jumped out the window, a possessed person. But he was a priest, and he knew that that's probably the only way he can save himself. So in, in Exorcist 3, he comes back in the movie, and he, it's all about him being possessed in the insane asylum. But the guy who plays him... Now, Jason Miller is in the movie for you know a couple of scenes here and there. Um, but the guy who plays... Jason Miller's Father Karras as the possessed guy was brilliant. And I you gotta like look very this guy, like very believable. Very believable. He was absolutely amazing. And his portrayal of um what Father Karras' character is going through now and his relationship with the devil and being in hell and the guy in the first one who played Kinderman comes does not come back in the third movie. He's played by George C. Scott. He's playing that same guy's character. So a different actor. And Kinderman, if you remember the first one, and Karis were friends. They would go to movies together. They did a lot of talking together. Very, very, well, very hazy. He comes back, and, and, and it, it, it's all about, really, George C. Scott, Kinderman, um, what's going on at the hospital, what's going on in different spots around town and it was really I I thought put together really well as part of fiction where this was loosely based upon a, a true story part three is just pure fiction but as a horror movie it scared the shit out of me it really did it was the third a, one huh the third one yeah. third one Exorcist 3 I have not seen Exorcist 3 I enjoyed that movie I only saw the I only saw the first one and it was just one time when I was like I was still in high school when this happened. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. I, I don't want to. There's another one called uh, Exorcist: The Beginning, right? Yeah. And it's all about Father Marin, the guy, the old guy in the first one. What? Who just recently died? Yeah. What he? Um, the actor. Max Vancito. Yeah, Max Vancito. He. It's all about his character, 
as a young priest, what he did to put himself in a position to be an exorcist. Hmm. Yeah. And some of it's really fucking creepy. I don't think I've seen the whole movie. I know it just came across the other day. It's on a shelf. Mm. I think it's Anthony's. I don't know why. It's, I don't. Well, I never bought it. The um, the scene that this is the top five. Apparently, this is the Exorcist franchise. The number five is apparently in the Exorcist three. The, there's a ceiling crop, uh, creepy hospital scene. Right. Uh, the old woman is walking across the ceiling. Yeah, that. That that brings out number five. They have videos up. I'm not gonna play the videos, obviously, because mm. you know only we can see them. But um, again, I haven't seen that. Well, it's when it's when they're in the in the mental institution, and all of a sudden you just you know she closes the door and there's, there's a window in the door and this this whole old woman is walking upside down on the ceiling, and he took that when when Blatty wrote the book he took that from the original. From the true story of the boy who used to oh yeah you met yeah the boy re, right the reports that the boy would walk upside down like a fly on a ceiling hmm. that's scary yeah true or not again yeah, you got to go by what the reports are I guess but there's really no evidence of that I know it, I know it has nothing to do with the Exorcist franchise but like uh, to me the movie that I think scared the living hell out of me was um, the Exorcist of Emily Rose. Yeah, because that one they said that, that one was based on a true story. Yeah, and I remember like after watching that movie, I was waking up like at three o'clock in the morning for like a week straight, thinking I was gonna die. <laughs> that was that's you terrifying. Know, and, 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 yeah. That's terrifying, bro. Like you hear about like oh, this is what happens at three a.m. from three a.m. to four a.m. Yeah. That's when all the crazy stuff be happening. You and mind you, I'm over here like. 11, 12 years old, waking up at 3 in the morning. <laughs> I'm going to die. Yo, I swear. Bro, I swear. I was staying up. I was up. Like, no, I wake Like, even now, I'll wake up at, like, like 2.50, 3 o'clock. So I'm like, shit. Don't go. Why am I? <laughs> and then don't go to sleep until 4. <laughs> why, why the fuck am I waking up around this time? You don't, You know the reason that is, though, right? Why 3 o'clock, the, you know, 12 to 3 is like the devil witching hour? I thought it was like 3 to 4 or something like that. No, it's it's like 12 to 3 because of the demons, they mock the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. Mm. So they keep it at 3. Everything is in 3s with mm. ghosts and demons. and Well, not yeah, ghosts, it, but like demons and devils. If you hear, if you your house is haunted, say, and you're sitting there one night and on the front door you hear... It would be three. It would be three. And you go to the door. And there's nobody there. Might have a problem. I. Would, uh, you might have. You might have a slight problem. A um, slight problem, bro. First of all, <laughs> I don't even know who knocks in my door. That's the first thing. <laughs> nobody in my house knocks. <laughs> all right. Okay. So <laughs> we'll make it fa- more modern. <laughs> that's the ding bre- dong, ding dong, ding dong. Okay. You know, I mean, that's. <laughs> Where the fuck did you get him from? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> That's true, though. Nobody knocks anymore. <laughs> no, well, it's... Well, I get a phone call. It's like, oh, I'm outside. That's it. I don't get a knock. Not even a doorbell ring. It's just a phone call. Yeah. Then again, that's 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 the modern... If you get three text messages from a random number, then you have a problem. <laughs> Let's keep that modern. He says, I'm outside. Three I'm, times. Outside, outside, outside. Who the hell is outside? Bro. I don't see you. Who are you? <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's really like it, it's it, it, everything goes in threes. Penny, with Penny, Penny. <laughs> Sorry, but, 
But yeah, everything goes in threes with, with, with demons and, and devils. So you hear anything unexplainable in threes, you might have a problem. Okay. The same thing it goes if you smell rotten eggs. Yeah, mm. I, I've heard the whole rotten egg sulfur smell is like yeah. not. Uh, that's a serious problem. Yeah. If you smell that, get the fuck out. <laughs> Go yeah. get a priest. Uh, yeah, a priest, bro. You gonna have to burn the house down. That's the only <laughs> thing. That's the only thing that'll save that. Wow. It's but, true, fire. Come on, think about it. Hell. I, I agree. If you have a, if you have a haunted house and there's fires in the house, you have you have a demon. Ghosts can't do that. Ghosts can't. Ghosts are they don't have the. That's the why. I, that's power, why. Or the strength to do that. That's why I feel that like what's in my house isn't something that's like male, malevolent because I've been in that house since a child, mm-hmm. and children are more prone to supernatural things happening to them, and. If it was something malevolent, I would have probably felt something. Well, if it was, I mean, you're, you're what now? 26? Five. 25. 25. And you've been living there since five. You 20 years worth of living there. Yeah, I would have to say that in that amount of time, there's three things that happen and, and, and that differentiate, differentiate a haunting from a demonic. Demonic, if you would, it's called um, oppression. Oh God, I'm gonna lose this one. I know oppression and possession are one, and there's another one. What happens is, it there's three stages to a, to a, a possession, and one of them is they they uh, they oppress you. They do stupid shit around your house. They make you think you're crazy. Um, That's the whole like giving into the fear, like letting the fear and the negative right. and the negative energy like get them. They're they're feeding off that. Yeah, and it, and, it, and it makes it makes you weak, and when you become weak. They can then possess you. Now, I, again, I should. I think it, it doesn't go oppression, depression, depression, and then uh, possession. I don't know if depression. It, it rhymes. It rhymes. So I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't hold know on, if depression parts. But but anyway, that was brought up by Ed Warren. He, you know, he coined that first. Um, Isn't that the Conjuring or something? Who? Yes, the Conjuring. The Conjuring, the Conjuring right? yeah. Ed Warren, look, you'll be. We talked about the Warrens in, in a previous episode, mm-hmm. but you'll be surprised about the the amazing shit the Warrens have been through. We're gonna do an episode on the Warrens. It's gonna be a good, it's gonna be a long one because these guys. Yeah, these guys were in, these guys were investigating, and they were right. Well, Ed Warren was a demonologist. His wife was a clairvoyant, and what they they did together was amazing, and and. The most popular thing, obviously, is going to be the Amityville house. And, you know, when people say, well, that didn't happen, it didn't happen. Again, there's no proof. There's no, I have no, I can't say to you, uh, Eric, look at this. this hey, really look, look, look at this video that uh, I have yeah, from, like, 19-something. So, the three stages of possession, it's inf- infestation, infestation, oppression, and possession. Right. Infestation, that's whispering, footsteps, the feeling of another presence, which ultim- ultimately grows into oppression, the second stage. Now, this is where the victim, and it's usually the one who's the most psychologically vulnerable, mm-hmm. is targeted uh, specifically by an external force. Right. Breaks the victim down, crushes their will, and once in a weakened state, leads to the third stage possession. That's, that's why it becomes that's extremely scary, dangerous. Bro. When that's you see, that. see, that's why I don't fuck with ghosts, bro. Like I can't see any of that. <laughs> I can't see any of that. At least I can like with a person. I can hear tone, aggression, and stuff like that. Like I can fight that. Like that's nothing. You can't, you can't fight being oppressed. I can, bro. Right, bro. Like you hear little whispers. Hey, how's it going? Who the fuck? 
<laughs> like, did you hear that? No. Well, fuck, man. Oh, what the hell? Shit, I gotta stop smoking. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should keep going. <laughs> At that point. But yeah, so that's the three stages. Like, that's the fucked up part. Because if you start seeing someone go through that, or if you're going through that yourself, you have to be more willed. Well, you you'll know. I mean, it's not like you. Look, if you got, you know, in your head that this is happening. And you and you you you're knowledgeable to this stuff. That's why it's very important to be knowledgeable, even in stuff like this where you know people look at you. Oh, you're crazy. Maybe I am, but I'm gonna know. I'm gonna learn about it. I got a shelf up there loaded with books about it because I want to know. I want yeah, I, I want to know what the fuck's going on, and maybe it's an old wives' tale. I don't know, but there's too much out there to make it an old old wives' tale. And then not only that, but then on top of that, like, just think about, like, legends being passed down through generations and just stories just... It has to to come from... It has to come from somewhere, even if it's not believable. It's just, like, at least, like, if you are open-minded enough, at least you'll, like, be a little curious about it and and at least question why people would, like, doubt this. You have to be open-minded about this shit. For you to believe stuff like this, you have to be open-minded. You, you should be open-minded about everything, Joe. Everything, you know. Now, did anybody in the, the in the Exorcist actually like go through anything like supernatural, like like demonic supernatural? I have not read about anybody going through actual like. Because that because that would be something that would be nuts too. Besides the shit that happened on set to the people, I've I haven't heard anything actually happening. Like supernaturally to any of the actors, any of the cast, mm-hmm. or any of the um, production crew. crew. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, just whatever happened on set, or whatever. If you believe all the deaths and like the, are associated to the the picture, if you believe that, then well, yeah. that's documented. They're, they're there. Did people die? Well, I'm no. What I'm saying, if you believe it's associated wait, to the actual wait, film, no, wait, nobody died on set though. Uh no, I don't think they said they died on set. It was future deaths who of people who were on the film, and two actors who died post production. Post production. Yeah. But yet Max Valcino lived to a ripe old age, like eighty something, and literally died looking like he was in The Exorcist. Yeah. Because it was funny because in The Exorcist, Father Marin plays his old. I mean, uh, Max von Sydow plays Father Marin. He's old. He's decrepit. He's got these little skinny glasses, you know, and he's ancient. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, take the, the the makeup off, and he, he was, I think, forty five when he made that movie. Yeah, it was, so he was relatively young man. Yeah, when he did, as he got older, he started resembling Father Marin. And he's scaring people because it's like, this is like, we saw you in 73. You know, you look like this in 73. So whoever did the makeup then yeah, really did a really good job to, a to flash forward job. him, you know, 40 years. Yeah, she was yeah. a psychic. Maybe she was the one causing all the supernatural stuff. <laughs> you never know. So it's a mystery. The fourth creepiest thing or scariest thing that happened in the Exorcist franchise, uh, everybody knows this, it's... Everybody have seen that has seen this scene. It's the uh, in the first movie the head spin. Oh, the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that. Everyone knows that scene. It, it, not even if you're not even a horror movie fan, you know you've seen. You've seen it in a scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what she did? Your whoring daughter. No, no, no. See again. Oh, oh excuse Do me. Do you know what she did? Your cunting daughter. Oh, cunting. Okay, excuse me. I know, I know that I've seen the movie too many times. Come on, come on, go with the program. 
Well, <laughs> so number three is the one we were talking about earlier, the uh, Spider Walk. Mm-hmm. Now, again, like, like we were saying before, the Spider Walk was uh, director cut only after CGI, and it was unexpected, very unexpected for the people on scene, uh, uh, like watching the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you, you know, you're getting, you're, you're expecting what you've already seen in the previous versions, and they never announced that that shit was going to happen. Yeah, they never announced that they're going to add. And all scenes of a sudden, they just fucking just, just chick starts walking back. This close, the shit was this close to my asshole. <laughs> It was puckering. It was on its way out. It was puckering. It felt a little warm back there, so he I'm was like, just what like, the "What the fuck are they showing? What, what, what is this?" But that was even with the uh, like, like again, we were talking about the the go- the the demon faces and, and the thing that was added after, like in the re-release, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, there was there the CGI was... thing, right? Mm-hmm. The CGI thing. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the CGI faces and yeah. like the the dark hallways. Well, stuff like that. they weren't C- in the original. They didn't have CGI, so that was that was masking. What they were doing, they were just taking the picture and somehow masking it on the film. Oh, so those things weren't added to the to the re-release. No, the, what was happening in the re-release was they added the more of that, but they oh, could do okay. they they added it in different different parts of the movie to uh, to emphasize that part. But the but the, but like I said the before, walk, yeah. the spider walk came out of nowhere. But it came at a time when you're actually petrified now because you knew that Reagan just threw Burke Dennings out the window, and she's getting that phone call, and you're like, oh my god! And then it goes right into that spider walk, and it's like it's like it's a hot. double whammy. It hits you, bang bang. So they knew what they were doing when they did it, and where they did it, you know. Yeah, that was a timing is. Scene. I feel like. I feel like what makes a really a good horror movie is just the timing. Oh yeah, it's all like, about the. You know what it is timing, for me. Timing and the suspense element is what really keeps someone hooked on a horror movie. At least with me. Well, for me, it's timing and the music. If you could sit there and properly, like for me, the scariest part about any movie is dead silence. If you have dead silence and then a pop scare, that I'll shit myself. Not yet. That's why, like. Even though it wasn't a scary movie at all, when I went to go see the movie Insidious, it was really good for that because it had a lot of jump scare moments. Well, I, don't know. I, I thought Insidious was a pretty fucked up movie. Yeah, well, the one, the one that the the scene that I think everybody again talks about is the one when the demon or whatever the fuck it is is right behind what's his face when he sit and talk to the wife and nobody knew that was coming. Oh yeah, the face that was right there. Ah! Yeah, I'm like, yo, like, bro, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like, I feel like I think I almost cried with that part. <laughs> I've been like, oh shit. Yeah, like I, I think that was the best part is that it was dead silent, and you just see that. What pissed me off is that I think it was the mother of the wife who was sitting there talking to him. I think it was the mother. I'm not. I haven't seen that movie in a minute. It's a good movie. I'm not gonna lie. But I think what pissed me off is there was no reaction. She just sat there and went. Like, there was no reality. Like, she didn't jump back. Like, if I see that, like, if I'm talking to you right now and there's a demon that just pops up right behind you, I'm backing up and I'm leaving. Why, I'm why, not you not gonna... tell- why are you not telling me this? <laughs> that's the, that's, that's, that's you it. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Fuck y'all, yeah, bro. Shit. Nah, I'm, I'm out. Like, I, I, there's no, she just sat there and went, oh, 
But yeah, it's yeah, like you know, like like you just seen that before. Like you just left your pie out in the in the in the yeah, window. Like, oh, 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 oh uh, the pie's still in the oven. Oh fuck! How yeah. great! How, how great! In the, the the franchise, the whole movie, all the all the three movies now. What Insidious? Yeah, how great is Lynch? Oh, Lynch is amazing. That's, is, is that the old woman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's good. I Yo, she's been Lynch. in everything. She can play anything. She was in Detroit Rock City. Oh, I love Detroit she, Rock City. She was in Boat Trip yeah. as the uh, the instructor with the bikini Lynch is a horror genius. Nicholas! She's fucking brilliant. You should watch more Lynch movies. Yeah, she's, Noted. I love that woman. She's really but, good. Yeah. So number two on our list is uh, the crucifix scene. Okay. Where it's just like it goes upside down? No, no, no. Oh. When she shoves the crucifix up her twat. Nice. She stands there and she's the whole that that whole scene was pretty fucked up because see that's what scared people because they broke they broke they did something that never was done in the movies before. She uh, takes a thirteen year old shoving a crucifix up her twat. She yeah, did, that wasn't a thirteen year old. That wasn't Linda Blair. That was well, I'm in the movie. Right, that was her stunt double. However, in the movie, she stands there and she shows. And it was consensual. <laughs> she, Lord above, he said it. I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And the whole thing was basically, she's jamming this thing in her. And she's like, let Jesus, you know, let Jesus. And people are being mortified by this. Oh, yeah. And then, and then, what's the next, very next scene? She grabs her mother's face and she shoves it in it. Yeah, shoves it. She shoves her mother's <laughs> face in the twat. And it comes up all bloody and and and, and that's then, the same scene that she got hurt in. Yeah, and then she backs up and here comes a fucking thing over it. So basically, that scene grabbed you and wouldn't let you go. You yeah. just would. And then then what happens when when that scene's done? It goes to quiet. Mm -hmm. It's like boom. And she's asleep. Like what the fuck, man? You just you know, come on. It's like how do you? It's like how do you spur all that chaos and then just like stop it out of nowhere, right there? It was done. That's with the great that's effect. A, the thing about the movie, nobody realizes this. Everybody's like, oh, it's scary. The ups and downs this movie takes you on. Yep. The emotional journey that you go through, that you go along with Reagan and Reagan's mother, and having to deal with all that, all that shit that's happening, mm -hmm. is the fucked up part emotional. Uh, emotionally, that that you're going through. I guess. I guess maybe that's why I never. I guess maybe that's why I never got scared with the movie because I didn't like get myself hooked into it. Well, like, you're also 11, 12 years old. You know, you're not gonna. Well, no, no, I was in high school. When oh, this so happened, yeah. So. so I mean, at that point, like I wasn't even like but, I only but got. Not that, but not that. I was also looking at because you, of course we took video production, so I'm like looking at it from like from the technical point of view, yeah. like like why like like okay this like why is this a good movie? That's why I've been that's why I was looking at it. Okay, like what technically makes this a good movie? I wasn't hooked on the whole story of it or at least at least I but didn't that that's the thing also. That that's why, you know, it's good to look at it technically, but it goes into technical aspect too, because if you're talking about movie and how to write movies taking your audience on an emotional journey and having them hooked into it all goes into that technical aspect. Gotcha. Because if you could sit there and have them be like, oh, what's going to happen next? Or, holy shit, that just fucking happened? And, you know, having them go up on these these ups and downs of, uh, you know, it's okay. loud now, quiet now. Everybody's going to sit there and be like, okay, The suspense factor is just very, is very out there for yeah. that. Like, I think I'm, I'm going to nominate... You took film in school too, correct? Yeah. yeah. Well, what the fuck are you two wasting your time for? Fucking put something together. 
Of course. Even if it's a horror movie, something. You know, it's, you know, it's very interesting too. I was just at my job site today, and oh damn, I didn't get his phone number. And this guy, this crazy guy named Jason, told me that he has a movie coming out October tenth on YouTube. Um, it's a horror movie, and it took him two years to do it. Well, yeah, it's like it's, a, it's like a like a forty minute short. He says his girl's in it. His girl's like a stunt double or a stunt actress. She was in John Wick three, apparently. I was like, I was like, wow. Good for her. No, it, it that's like, we're, we're trying. Like that's why I need to get money. The money is our biggest our our biggest adversary right now. Well, and at the the time to a, actually do it. Get a get a business get a business account. That's what we just started today. Literally, I have the credit the the card over here. We just started it today. Like like LLC and everything. Like well, no, we haven't signed the paperwork for anything. I'm waiting for Anthony's signature. But yeah. Okay. Um, nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, but the number one. We wait forever for Anthony. <laughs> That's the, another story. The number ah, one. Trust uh, me. Where's that script at, huh? Yeah. Oh, trust me. I'll get into it after the podcast. I'll tell you what the fuck's going on with that. Nice. Uh, number one of the scariest things. It's been a year. He's <laughs> so good with them fucking. It's been a year. Number one goes to The Exorcist Three. Oh, and go. that is the uh, the nurses station scene that you were talking about. Before. Oh God! Oh. I have to. Wa- we have to watch this movie now. Oh I'm my not gonna, God! I, I want to watch these movies. Like maybe, yeah. I'll probably just watch the first and the third one to be honest. Yeah, me too. But Cause, yeah, so because the second and fourth one those sound too. The second one you're gonna sit there going, "What the fuck is this gun?" It really has nothing to do. Now, diehard Exorcist aficionados will say, "Oh, that's not true." But I don't I don't want to think too much when I'm watching these movies. I want to be scared. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to have to sit there and technically take everything apart. Because to me, that's fucking nuts. I want to just... Now you, now, it, Fuck you, I want to be scared. But, but that's the thing. It, that, it goes into what we're talking about, the technical aspect now. It's, it's Try being in our brains now and learning what we learned in high school and, and you know, whatever. I took cabin to make it. I'm, I'm going with that. <laughs> I built the booth. You guys can produce the bullshit. <laughs> that's how I look at it's it. It's a good booth. Thank you. But yeah, so the uh, you know explain to us, uh, take us scene by scene in the hospital uh, that that hospital right. boot. The, the, I'll give you a little synopsis. The movie starts off in this hospital. People are turning up dead, but they're drained of their blood, and the blood is put in little cups on a tray in the hospital. That's fucking creepy. And so somebody's draining the blood. Not leaving a mess on the floor, nothing. No cut, no cuts, no. No cutting no. their heads off. Oh, they cut the heads off and no blood at all. Right, and the blood, there's no blood at all. The blood winds up in little vials or little Dixie cups, neatly lined up on the, on the thing. Now you have a priest that's involved that that, that is involved in the hospital. So he makes his rounds. It's an older hospital, so I'm going to set the scene where. It's not a new modern hospital with new lighting and new, you know... Like, we're talking, like, 1930s, 40s, insane asylum. Right. It's exactly, exactly it. And in this scene, in the one scene he's talking about, and I'm surprised that they made that the number one, but I can understand why. The the nurse was in... um, you had a hallway, a, a, a hospital corridor, and a nurse's station in the middle, and the camera's way back. So you, from a distance, you see this woman stand there, and in front of her, there's a cop sitting on a bench. I believe he was reading a newspaper. 
So she's making her rounds to different things. And then she takes, um, she goes to, um, the cop gets up and he leaves. So now she's there all alone. So now you know something's fucked up. The nurse, right? Right. The nurse is there alone. And she's making her rounds going into different places. And um, she goes, uh, she comes towards the camera and she makes a right and goes into a room, turns the light on, comes out of the room. You see her shut the door. And as she's walking across the thing, right through this comes a, a figure in a hospital gown with a couple her face covered it's it's face covered and there's this tool that they use to decapitate people in the, in the morgue in the mortuary it's a giant scissor and she's coming out at her with this thing they never see her get her but it's like she closes the door and she turns her back and this thing just comes darting right at her that scared the fucking i'll play that for you in a minute that scared the shit out of me and more than anything other than the crab walk in the, in the entire Exorcist franchise, that's fucked up. <laughs> they did a good job. Now you say that you're surprised that they, they that they made that the first one. Is it? Were you expecting the crab walk to be the scariest thing because of the director's cut? Yeah, I I, I didn't see any. I didn't know it was coming. I didn't see it. And you had I replayed it a bunch of times, and I'm like, holy shit! And then you slow it down. You want to see different things. Um, it wasn't, and it still scared the shit out of me, even though I knew it was coming later on watching it at a different time. But then later on, when I when you go, there's a whole video, the making of, you know, and they show you how they did it. She's on a backboard coming down backwards, and she spins around. It's, it's really complicated. But it wasn't until I saw that that it didn't really have that same effect on me. But the scene I'm talking about in Exodus 3, it's... Amazing, 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 and that's what to me what horror is all about. I wanted, and again, we're going back to the music part. There was no music. There you go. This entire scene, there was no music. I'm telling you, it most of the scenes, silent. most of the scenes I know that are scary or at least scare the shit out of me, ninety percent of the time have no music attached to them. No, of course not. That's the that's the beauty behind it because it's like in real life or in reality. You don't have freaking background music in yeah, your exactly. in your life. You're just and you're not expecting it because like in, in in most horror movies you have people you know you have the music that that will build that up, build, build, build up, up build then up. they get dead quiet for like a few moments maybe like and five then you ten have seconds the jump scare, boom yeah. ah. but you know something's happen gonna happen exactly. with that build up exactly no. when good uh, when, when it happens just out of nowhere that's when you're not expecting it. like that's one of the reasons why and we'll do this uh, we could do this. At, a, at another point, and I'll probably talk about this on the Green Hour podcast, but that's another reason why I like, uh, um, uh, what's that movie that came out, the the, the $2,000 budget movie that came out a couple years ago? Oh, one about the ghosts, uh, Katie, and, and all that. Paranormal Activity? Oh, yeah, okay. Paranormal Activity. Well, that was a, a $15,000 budget. Well, yeah, it was still a very low budget for very how, for how much it made. I can only imagine how much that movie made. Oh, it's it's up in the billions now. That yeah. that franchise is worth billions of dollars. I've seen another couple I, movies, but that one was really good. For I me. I went to see it opening night, and it scared the fuck out of me because I told myself I was going to church the next day. <laughs> And then here's and no, then that's not even the funny part. I'm just picturing you at church. That's the funny part. <laughs> so step into the no, so like, so then the part that like really like messed with me again. It's not just watching these movies. It's what happened after these movies because at the time, me and my sister were sharing a room, 
And she always used to fall asleep first with a little nightlight, and I always used to take out the nightlight because I'm like, you know, I want to sleep in the dark. You now, do that this time. Not, not, not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. I left that little nightlight on. And then I made the mistake of, like, not closing the door all the way, or at least I thought I closed the door all the way. And then when I woke up in the middle of the night, I just see the door slightly creaked open, and then the and then the shadow of the of the nightlight makes it seem like there's a figure at the door. And I swear to God, I cried right there and said, "Why? Why does that happen to me, bro?" No, no, no. I mean, I, I've had that happen to me. Before. And then I, I I was I was staring I was staring at that thing like with the covers over my fuck over my <laughs> nose, just staring at it, waiting for it to make its move. And I'm like, "You gonna get me or what, bro? Like, come on, do it. I'm already here. I'm up." And then I got the balls to get up and just close the door and I was like <sighs> I no, didn't go to, I didn't go back to sleep though I, I, I understand what he's talking about because this this happened to me at, like when I was still living upstairs I was living in to where Teresa's room is now yeah and that was after I believe watching um, like at the time that was the height of, of the Ghost Hunters TV show and I know when I was that young watching Ghost Hunters TV show you know I was like when it came out it was like 10 11 Mm-hmm. And watching that at night, because I remember coming at 9 o'clock, and, you know, 9 o'clock is, you know, bedtime for 10-year-olds. So Supposed like, to. Yeah. So I, I would never go to sleep, but I remember one night, it was, like, dead silent. Everybody was asleep, and I was after watching Ghost Hunters, and I'm just, like, I, I couldn't sleep. It was, it was like, I had, at that point, I had no TV in my room. So it was just black room. So I kept, I turned my light on. I go into the parlor. I have the parlor light on. I have the kitchen light on. I, I had all the lights on on the, on the flat. And for some reason, I don't know why, I turned quickly. And I don't know what the problem was. But I guess it was something with my eyes. But it scared the shit out of me because I, in my eyes, I saw a figure standing in my bedroom door. It was about the height of the bedroom door like the the door frame that's nuts that's absurd. I, like, that's it like literally six... just seemed like a man's figure like see through like I saw through it but again I don't know if it was my eyes playing a trick on me like that it's burned into my memory that's how scared I was well I could I did not sleep at all I could I could only imagine I could only imagine <laughs> I could only imagine bro that 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 sounds scary petrifying but yeah so like that's the but the, again the biggest problem I have with Ghost Hunters and still to this day even their new TV shows is that they add music to what they shouldn't. Yeah, that sucks because I, I mean like like a guy like me, I got my hearing isn't the best, so yeah. I'm listening to the shit. I'm seeing, I'm hearing this bullshit that they're playing, and the guy goes, "Do you hear that? No, motherfucker, I didn't hear it." You got that stupid music playing. Like, shut up. It's like a... And then you're trying to like, no, I did not hear this shit. What the fuck? You know, I mean, it's it's nuts. But I'll tell you one place the music did work. And I... I can... The original Amityville Horror. Margot Kidder. That music by Lalo Schifrin was the scariest fucking music. That's that's right. That's the music. Yeah, it's scary because it's not haunting. That's it, it, okay. It's not haunting. Oh, to me, it it's was not. Very haunting. It's not ominous. It, it it's ominous, but it's it sounds like okay. You ever heard a uh, uh, the one two three, like a that's honestly that's the two? that's the exact same vibe that I got from that. Yeah, so that is the same guy like that. Was he the same guy that wrote that did that too? I don't know. I, I I don't. I really didn't check behind who wrote the music, but I know it has that same. It's kids just going. It has that same la, cadence. La, la, la. And it's how they did it too. They, they open the credits with it. Yeah, now you're ready. You're coming to this. You just heard about this story for the last 
15 year well, yeah, well, old. 1978, couple, 70, right? 79. 79. So, so you heard about this story from three years ago. It's already ingrained in your head. You know, the, 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 the term, the Amityville Horror, is fucked up to begin with. Yeah, see, we don't get that these days. Like, they made a horror movie out of a big press release thing and a book that happened three years before. That would be like, I don't know, two years from now doing a movie on, like, the presidential election of this year and the fucked up shit behind that. But you don't get that with horror shit anymore because, you know... Now it, we have more media, we have more coverage on everything, more video stuff, more people out to debunk it to where they had a book and local news TV. Mm-hmm. And you didn't get that much um, access to what it was really about. So you have people thinking, oh, there's a demon in this house and something's attacking these people. Right. And then two years later, there's a book and a movie about it. And here comes the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because is it. Didn't the wasn't the case was that like the father killed everybody in the house or something no, like the that? The brother killed everybody the brother, in the house. Yeah. But what makes it creepy about that? And uh, me, Anthony, and Dad, we did a, a, a previous episode on is this real? And you can listen to it if you if you want later. Um, the brother killed the whole family, or except for no, he killed everyone, right? Killed everybody. Yeah, killed everybody in the house with a shotgun. Right. Bro- he killed his brother, two sisters. And his parents. And his parents. Well, let's see. Parents, brother, two sisters. Five. Himself? Two. Did he kill himself too? No, no he's killed, still in jail. He killed six people. Two brothers, two sisters, and his parents. But the fucked up part about that night is nobody heard the shotgun. It wasn't a shotgun. Uh, it was a shotgun I could understand. He, he was walking through the house with a thirty out 6 Oh, a thirty out 6 yeah. is, It's an amazingly loud weapon. So well, nobody... Huh? No, no, it's Not like a, a, it's like a, 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 a it's, it's like a, a hunting rifle. Yeah, it's a hunting rifle. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, what the he fuck, killed bro? his entire family with a hunting rifle that was mounted on in the house. And they were all the funny part, like Joey said. The funny part is, they were all laying in the same position. Now, and the, the question is, why didn't somebody outside the house hear this? Gunshot or You're, them themselves? Because apparently right. there's there was no like the coroner said they didn't get up. And like move. They didn't check on it. They all they were dead in the bed in the same position. Now if they if, might, maybe they were drugged. They nice. didn't. No, they, they they the autopsy came back and they the, the biggest question was why didn't somebody hear this? And that's the question that nobody answers. There were there was no drugs. Yeah. There was no these. I mean, you're talking kids that are, you know, uh, seven, eight. Teenage sister was sixteen. Um, another sister was thirteen or whatever. And I mean, they're just how old was the brother? Mike? Right now, uh, Ronnie DeFeo's got to be close to sixty now. Yeah. Well, when he well when he he was the oldest when it when yeah I he, was, he was eighteen when he did it. But think like okay, so you have the DeFeo family that gets murdered in the house, and then the Lutz family comes in, and then they go they start going insane. They only lasted what three weeks in that house. Um, they moved or forty in, days they or some shit like 40 that. Forty days. They moved in November and left in like beginning of January. Yeah, they just left everything. They didn't t- pack up. They just got in the car and fucking left because there was shit that was happening in the house. And well, ima- imagine that you had six people violently murdered in a mm-hmm. in a home. Where but, if you where if you want to where if you want to say that their spirits were on not a, not at peace. Wasn't, uh, their spirits. 
Oh. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, if That's you creepy. believe what Ronnie DeFeo, I think he was saying that he was coaxed into doing it by some external force. Like something was telling him to murder his family. So, he tried to plead the insane asylum, the the, the insane insanity thing. I I guess that would be it, but at the same time, like, you know, having well, he, well, that he's in, he's in jail, so obviously yeah, they didn't. So, they didn't but they having didn't budge. that, and then having what happened to the Lutz family, and even the dad was telling uh, about the um, uh, uh, fuck, what's their um? There was a third family that moved into this house. No, what's the 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 ghost hunting people name? God, I can't remember. The, the husband and wife. Ed Lorraine Warren. Yeah, Ed Lorraine Warren went to the Amityville Horror House, and she even said there was shit in there that she couldn't even tell people. That she couldn't tell people? Yeah, that she didn't want to tell people. Shit. So, yeah, there was some shit going on in that house. Now, mind you, now that you can still visit the house, they picked that the entire house up and moved it, like, down the block. So, it's still there. The movie was filmed in Tom's River. Um... But yeah, so like that—that's the New thing. New Jersey, yeah, New Jersey. Shout out to us, <laughs> always with the creepy, with the creepy shit. But yeah, that, that's fr- that's the thing what, with Friday the Thirteenth. But that's the thing with with movies. I think if you have the right location, sh- the the right tone and the right um, type of uh, uh, idea and music behind it, you can make anything scary. See this guy right here? His name is Christopher Lutz. He was one of the guys, one of the kids. Yeah, the kids. And, of, of the Lutz, of the, the second Lutz, family. The second family. He, you know, everybody was trying to debunk it and, and whatever. If you go on uh, on his website, he's got a YouTube page. He did a complete interview where he sat down, and he's one of these... Um, Logical people? No, no. He's one of these... You look at him the wrong way, he gets up and punches you in the head. He's he's a crazy. That's he looks he's, crazy. He's like he's like he's a edgy. He's like an edgy he's guy. A, he looks like he's he, he did have a drug habit. And so I heard, but he plays really really good guitar. But he, he this whole thing is where he, he comes out. And he does. He's like you know they're telling you that it didn't happen. He goes I lived it, and he didn't like George Lutz, his stepfather. He didn't like him. He because you're not my real father. You can't tell me what to do. You know, one of those scenarios. So I tend dad. to believe what he says because he's, he's not making any money. They're not making any money from this. So I, I tend to believe uh, him when he, when he you know, when you watch that, that video. So if you get a chance yeah, to watch like, it. Why would people lie if they're not making money off of it? Exactly. You know, I mean, you can do that for fame, but then fame's not going to fit food on your table. You know yeah, what exactly. I mean? Fuck that. I don't want fame. I want money. Well, I'll take a little of both if you don't mind. Nah. I'll stick with money. I'll, I'll take, I'll take shit dollars. behind the scene. I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, so I I shit, think that's where we'll end the. the I think that's where we'll we'll end it today with this episode. I thought it was a really interesting episode. I did too. I really enjoyed having Eric here. You did a great job. I, you you're really great at it. Well, he's yeah. used to the he's used to Mike, so. Well, even had the right position too. Yeah, exactly. So like he's he's used to all of it. So. <sighs> But uh, yeah, so I, I will definitely. And uh, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that to be sexual. If you're I'm just not grunt, saying a if word. If you're grunting, if you're grunting, <laughs> <laughs> doing. I mean, just, uh, you know, in my mind, you know, this shit's gonna come flying out. You know, <laughs> she come said, on. That's what she I'm said. Like, oh, God, I gotta keep my mouth shut. I gotta keep but, my mouth. Yeah. So um, I don't know what next week's episode. I know we said on the last one that we were gonna talk about uh, you know, our trip to Pine Bush and our trip to uh, Sleepy Hollow. Which, by the way, if you would like to join us, we're going up to Sleepy Hollow for the weekend. You know this, the legend of Sleepy weekend? Hollow? No. 
Well, Sunday we're going up for Three just weeks. a road trip. If you want to take the road trip with us, because Sunday morning we're leaving early or it's after mom has a thing. Uh, she has a, a doctor's appointment. But Sunday we're going up just to see what's up there. Um, it's in New York, right? Yeah, it's like 20 minutes away. 20 minutes. It's all, you, go, you go up the parkway across Tappan Zee Bridge. Exit nine, it's right there. Boom, you're right there. 20, 25 minutes. But yeah, so amazing place. But in two, three weeks, around the tenth of October. Yeah, mom and dad's anniversary. Okay. Um, the ninth, which is a Friday night, we're going up to uh, Pine Bush, which another another episode we had. We talked. Pine Bush is the UFO capital of the East Coast. We're going up there to try and find some UFOs, and to there's apparently a haunted cemetery up there that me and Dad are going to go hunting in, and then we're going to stay the night in Pine Bush, and then we're going to drive down to Spooky. Uh, I keep spooky, saying Spooky, spooky Hollow. Hollow. We're gonna you're gonna go to Spooky Hollow. <laughs> we're gonna go to Sleepy Hollow, which you know the legend of Sleepy Hollow. You've seen the movie with Johnny Depp, right? I actually watched it the other night. I was watching it the other night too. Holy shit! Oh my god, twins! <laughs> But yeah, so we're gonna go spend the night there. Teresa and Isaiah are coming, um, and you know we're gonna do all the the Halloween stuff because they have all Halloween stuff set up for that. And apparently, like ten miles away, there's a big thousand light uh, jack o' lantern. Thirty thousand. Thirty thousand light. I just say this: if I see that headless horseman out there, I'm really like I'm losing my shit. Well, if you if you see the headless horseman, do me a favor. You have my phone number. Call me because if I'm not with you, I'm leaving the town. You better be in the car because <laughs> there's no fucking way I'm staying around. Fuck that shit right now. Don't even but, yeah, because that's the legend of Sleeping Hollow, right? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the headless horseman. Yep. I'm telling you, uh, that's. I'm gonna watch that tomorrow. I got nothing else to do. Unemployed motherfucker like I am, so maybe I'll watch that. Yeah, I mean, it's of course Hollywood up, but like, you know what the fucked up part about that movie is? I know we're going a little bit off to, uh, you know, off time and off topic of this episode, but the fucked up part about that movie is, is that Christopher Walken plays the headless horseman, and he doesn't get credited in that movie at all. He's like, headless. More cowbell. <laughs> more heads. We're gonna give him more heads. I need more head. I need more head. <laughs> He's headless. Of course you're not going to credit him. But he still played in it. Debunked. <laughs> but yeah, so if you would like to join us, the offer is always out there for you to join us anywhere we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a couple things we'll be doing in October for Halloween and we're going to be filming it. So if you want to help film and stuff like that. Of course, I'm always down. Yeah, so... Yeah, so uh, that's where we'll end this episode. Again, another great episode and we'll uh, see you guys later. You know? All right. I love Eric, you guys. Thanks, man. All right. Well, uh, Eric, if you join us for our next podcast, the Green Hour podcast with Anthony, or if you want to jump on Adrian, I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just be around. Yeah, he'll just be around. I'll just be around. So thank you guys. Good night. Good night. I love you. I love you guys too. <laughs>